The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of The Notebook. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana and we're the creators of The Notebook Podcast. This is a podcast where we share some of the worst dating horror stories imaginable from our friends, the internet, and from listeners like you. So we really appreciate the feedback. Although this week, oh my god, so funny. So one of my friends told me he listens to the podcast on his commute to work. Okay. So then when he was at work, he Uh was sitting there and I guess he left his iPhone out. Oh. And his coworker walks by. He's like, why are you listening to something called Farts and Fetishes? Um, should we <laughs> censor our naming Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's so... It's, no, but it's good. Yeah, it, like, it's exactly what it is. It is. Farts and Fetishes. It's a perfect name. Yeah. Did you have any feedback from any of your um, From friends, yes. But yeah. yeah, they're mostly positive. But yeah. my mom did <gasps> tell me that she listened to her first episode what what did she say so on the wait, weekend wait the first one with the anal beads yes i <laughs> so when i was sending out facebook invites for friends to like her facebook page i purposely unclicked my mom so i didn't send her an invite but i forgot that i had her friends on facebook oh. too so i guess she saw from her friends liked page no. And I told her about what we were doing, but I didn't tell her the content of her podcast because, duh. Did she understand what I we were talking about? I don't think she knows what anal is. I hope she doesn't. Yeah. I hope she didn't go Googling <laughs> it because that would Vibrator, traumatize. Yeah. Anal beads. I don't want to know what she did. Oh but I, I love you, Mom. Thank you for the support. But um, so the, I'm never going to. Yeah, you can stop listening now, please. Please don't listen. Stop. Hi, yeah. hi. Hey, Nana's mom. Please, tape. Do you remember me from high school? <laughs> yeah, she remembers. Okay. So yeah, thanks for the feedback, guys. Yeah, we're really excited that our stories are actually starting to inspire people to share stories. So I've been getting a lot more listener stories. A lot of my friends are starting to share, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's great. I went out with my friends the other night, and everyone's like, oh, I got a story. And I'm like, yes. Same, yeah. <laughs> I got to start bringing a notebook every I time I hang out now. I was like, every time I go see my friends, it's like an interview. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah, but it's good to see that people are actually really enjoying our podcast and we are kind of creating a little community here exactly yeah Yeah, so anyways now on to the stories of the week what stories do you have prepared for this week nana i have three stories they're all dating horror stories and they're more relationship focused this week because i think yeah now that i know my mom's listening maybe we'll (laughs) ease off on the sex stuff for today oh shit well i didn't know so i have a sex story but great um i have three stories and i have two horror stories and then one really sweet story from my best friend's parents that's cute oh it's so cute Cute. that's what we have my first story of the week comes from the internet. It is submitted by somebody whose name is Massive. Okay, you gotta at least give them the real credit. Right? It's it's spelled M A H S I W. How do you pronounce Masu? that? Masu. Yeah, Masu. Where do they get these? Tashu. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, so it's from a dude. Okay, whose username is Masu. Okay, that's just sure. okay. Sure. This is a story between. It's it's only one date, which did not go well, obviously. So he says that this is a friend of his sister's who asked him out, and he agreed because she was pretty cool. So he thought. Oh no. Yep. He writes, I go and pick her up and she's wearing a wife beater and ripped jean shorts. Okay. And he, on the other hand, was wearing his work clothes. So I guess he went... Like formal. Yes. He was wearing a button-up shirt and dress pants. So very, very different outfits. Mm. So they get into his car and he mentioned that he had just bought his car maybe four days before this date. So very new, fresh... Yeah. But you want to keep it clean. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And... First thing she does when she got into the car was ask him if she could smoke in it. What? So my dad smoked for his entire life. Yeah. And he used to smoke in the car and it was <gasps> so disgusting. Like with the windows closed? No, with the windows open. Oh, but it still smells, But it still right? smells. Oh, man. Anyway, it's just this... Ugh. Right. Yeah. So he goes, uh, mm, I'd prefer that you didn't. But 30 seconds later, he hears the window going down. No way. And a flick of a lighter. <gasps> so the guy's like, uh, what are you doing? Can you not do that? So he was annoyed, but he let her smoke anyway because I guess he was trying to be nice and they had just met. So what the fu- He literally just asked her not to. <laughs> yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, so this is when you know that this is not going to be right. a great date. So they get to the movies, and uh, she asks him to buy some snacks and 44 ounces of Pepsi. What so, is that? I don't like, know. Just okay. remember the Pepsi. Okay. Well, 44, I, I think of ounces as shots. So like 44 shots of Pepsi. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even okay. drink. <laughs> Anyway, so the snacks and the 44 ounces of Pepsi turns out to be $27, which is super expensive. But like movie theater snacks, yeah, yeah, it's a robbery. The guy was not hungry, but he was just annoyed. So I thought, I'll just leave her be, whatever. But when they got into the theater and sat down, that's when she revealed that she had actually snuck in food with her. But she still asked him to spend $27 to buy snacks. What's wrong with this woman? Yeah, so this guy is obviously not having it but he still kept his mouth shut because he's trying to be polite right so movie stars and she starts to hug his arm oh god and so hard that he loses feeling <laughs> from her grip was it like a horror movie or something i don't know but even still I don't do that <laughs> that's not sexy no so after he asks her to let her let his arm go she does but 10 minutes later she starts to pet his arm. Okay, what the fuck? This is so weird. <laughs> yep, this is just getting started. So the movie ends and he writes, I praise the Lord knowing that I can take this girl home and never <laughs> talk to her again. <laughs> Did it get into the car and that's when she drops a bomb on him. Wait, there's more bombs? Yeah, those okay. weren't bombs. She tells him that she had just gotten out of rehab for heroin. What the f- And she's asking him to give her money for a fine that she owed. Otherwise, she'll go back to jail. (laughs) Yep. Oh my god. This poor guy. Where the hell did he meet this woman? His his sister's friend. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. So this guy just looks at her in disbelief and says, "Uh, I don't have any money. I just bought this brand new car. And also spent all this money on Pepsi and snacks. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he used the excuse, I I used a gift card today to buy the movie tickets and the snacks. So she lets it go and he writes, I actually had money, but I'm not giving her any. Of course not. So she looks a little defeated and sad. And then she leaned in for a kiss. Sorry, what? <laughs> um, and he writes, I don't know why I kissed her, but I could taste the menthols she was smoking, oh which God. is just ugh. That is so gross. Yeah. So they get back into the car and he has to get gas. So they went to a gas station across the street. By the time he came out of the gas station, she was waiting for him at the door, but he left her in the car, which was just strange. And then she goes, there's an ATM in the gas station. Can you get some money for me? Shut up. Are you kidding me? How does it? Yo, this girl has balls, though. Well, she clearly has problems. Yeah. But anyway, asking for a guy for that money so, on the first I would have just left her. I was just like, peace. Yeah. I gotta go somewhere. Yeah, I think he probably should have. Because after they got oh, into no. the car, um, she tries to smoke another cigarette. And then this time, he form- firmly tells her, no, you can't do that. And she actually listened. And then remember how he bought 44 ounces of Pepsi? Right. She didn't take a sip of it in the movie theater. But on the way home, she was holding it. And I guess she was trying to take a sip. And then spills the <gasps> entire thing in his brand new car. Four-day-old car. No way. Yep. Yep. So obviously this guy was mad. And and then she makes a joke saying, oh, look, I'm wet. Oh my God, I'm, s- I'm going to throw up. Uh, Not the right time, girl. Yeah, no. So this guy finally gets her home. And then she says, I had a great time. We should do this again. And before he could answer her, she kisses him again with her mental breath. Did she try to steal his wallet at I, the same time? No, she did okay. not. And she gets out and she, he drove off like he was being chased by demons. <laughs> oh. And after he texts her immediately saying how uncomfortable she made him and how sketchy she was being and I didn't want to see her again. I like that he actually told her though. Yeah. Like up front. Yeah, That's good. up front, yeah. yeah. So he gets home and uh, starts to clean his car and try to take out the carpet cleaners. And an hour later, his phone starts to having a seizure. Just going crazy with text messages and she apparently sent him seven novel length messages but he didn't open them or read them for two days until one day he was at work and during his break he opens up the text messages and it was seven pages of text not apologizing for anything she was justifying her actions saying that she needed to be spoiled and he should feel guilty that she might end up in jail because he wouldn't give her money to pay the fine and so yeah this is all over he never replied him but three days later now this is his sister's friend right right 
his sis his sister actually tells him that she actually did end up getting arrested and is now back in jail. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I guess she she'll get treated like a princess there. Yeah. I mean, people will give her food and yeah, exactly. She doesn't need money to live there. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> I guess she never found a guy that wanted to give her money to get her out of jail. So that's that. Okay, so this story was shared to me by one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so she, I'm gonna call her Sherry, and then uh, the guy's name is gonna be Hassan. Sherry and Hassan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So Sherry and her friend Lacey went to a bar in St. Catharines, Ontario. Mm-hmm. So this was during Halloween, and they met uh, two guys named Hassan and Chris. Okay. Okay. So Lacey really liked Chris and thought he was really hot. So then Sherry's like, "Fun, I'll wing women." And like. <laughs> Go talk to Hassan, right? right? Anyways, they actually ended up hitting it off. They went out for food after the bar, and uh-huh. then they set up a double date for coffee the next day. Mm-hmm. And so she actually started to really like Hassan. So mm-hmm. then they exchanged numbers, and then they started to text. Mm-hmm. But because she lived in Toronto and he lived in Hamilton, so that's like a 40-minute drive. Right. About 40, yeah. It was kind of hard for them to see each other, but they ended up just like getting along really well, so mm. they decided to do long distance. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of in that middle in-between, like, you're not official, but you're not just... Checking? What, what, what yeah, do people call that now? Know. We used to call it checking, checking back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's called now. Right. Whatever. We're not cool anymore, right. so... They did that for about a year and a half, so quite a long time uh-huh. and they saw each other every weekend and so they're pretty much dating mm-hmm. and there wasn't really time to see other people during the week like they were both working and busy right. so then one day Hassan was like hey I'm actually thinking of moving out because he was currently living with his parents uh-huh. and he was thinking of moving in Toronto where uh, Sherry lived right so he actually found a condo that was right across the street from her <laughs> Okay. So he, Thanks. yeah, well, they were really excited because, like, they're so close now, so they can hang out so How much. How long have so. they been talking? But a year and a point. half. Oh. Yeah, so it's a long time. Wait, it's been a year and a half and they're still not officially dating yet? No, because, I guess, the distance? But it's 40 minutes. It's not that far. I don't know. They're both busy with their careers and stuff. Fine, fine. I think it's that age, you know, like in your early 20s when you don't really... Want to settle down. Yeah, yeah, and like you're working on your career and working on yourself and stuff. So that's probably why they never settled. Though so then he moved in mm-hmm. and things were going really well and they decided to make it official, obviously, because now they see each other like every day. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Only 1.5 years Ooh. later, they were finally official, got to see each other every day. And then one day randomly, Hassan started to act kind of strange. Hmm. So first he flopped on their date, mm-hmm. which he never really does. And then he started to cancel on her. So they used to see each other all the time. Right. And then all of a sudden he just started to say, oh, I'm busy or oh, I can't see you today or I can't see you this weekend. Fishy. Yes. Right. But Sherry's not the type to be, like, obsessively clingy. Mm-hmm. And she was also, again, busy with her career. So she thought that the time alone was kind of good for them both. Mm-hmm. Until one day. There's always an until. One day, Sherry's friend from university. I'm going to call her Anna. Okay. Anna was like, hey, Sherry. She texted her. She's like, is this your Hassan? And sent a picture of a profile from Bumble. Oh, no. And sure enough, it was her Hassan. <sighs> Why? And she was like, yeah, that's the guy I'm official with now. Oh, my God. And so Anna's like, yeah, I just wanted to let you know one of my friends, Lindsay, just matched with him, went on a date with him, and he took her out all day. My God. And now Lindsay is, like, super smitten over him. And when I saw the picture of him, I was like, that looks a lot like Sherry's boyfriend. And so then Sherry's so upset. She's torn over there. She's heartbroken. Yeah, obviously. And she's preparing what to say to Hassan because she needs to meet up with him and talk Mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. But then like a few hours later, she fininds out from Anna again. She's like, "Uh, Lindsay just talked to Hassan and I'm so sorry, but she's a little crazy. So she was trying to convince him to break up with you to be with her. Wait, so Lindsay knew that Hassan had a girlfriend? Yes. What the fuck? Yes. Okay. But Lindsay, I guess the date went so well, she like fell in love with him. Oh my God. And so she was like, We should be together. We're so good together. We're you should leave to be your girl- together. Yes. It's destiny. And Ugh. Lindsay only found out that he had a girlfriend because of Anna, because of the mutual friend. Right. 
So Sherry's like, what the fuck? But also now it gives her an opportunity to talk to Hassan. Right. Because it's already been brought up. So yeah. she goes, meets with Hassan, and Hassan's like, no, Lindsay is crazy. I didn't take her out that long. We literally just went for a walk, and that was it. I was just lonely because I just moved to Toronto, and I was trying what? to find friends to meet. Yeah, all these bullshit excuses. You don't find friends on Bumble. <laughs> you go to networking there events. There is. I thought there was like a an option to just find friends. Right, there is. But you yeah, obviously is not that. That exactly, was yeah. obviously not your intention. Right. So unfortunately, Sherry was in love. And Ugh. I think you might know this like from your experiences. But when you're in love, you're very blinded from things. So oh, yeah. She was like, I'm going to try it again. Ugh. I'll accept his apology and Poor we can girl. work on this. I know, yeah. She was in a really bad place. So they tried again. Mm. And like most of the times when there's a cheating incident. A cheater's always a cheater. Yeah. Well, they, it didn't really work out, right? Because right. like the trust is lost and Sherry was just, I can't do this. Mm. And it, it was really bad. It was like devastating for her. So they broke up. Mm. Yeah, it was really sad. For sure. It sucks because like he lives right across the street yeah. from her now. Thankfully, she hasn't really bumped into him. Uh-huh. But still, the fact that he still lives there. Right. So, I guess a few months after they break up... Oh, God, there's more. Hassan tries his hand at dating again. Uh-huh. Okay? So, he goes out with this girl named Krista. Okay. And it turns out that Krista is Lindsay's good friend. So, that's the girl he went This out guy <laughs> needs to branch out. And then when Krista told Lindsay and showed a picture, she was like, Fuck that guy! He's such a dick! Like, he's the oh worst person ever! Oh, my God! But anyways, it was really good because, like, it was karma, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you need to... Freaking branch out yeah, with the your fu- network. Can't you see like the mutual friends? And- oh my god. Yeah, so you can definitely see mutual friends on Facebook. Not a smart guy. Oh, he was also like a cop. What? So he didn't do his detective work. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so what? what's your stance on cheating? Like, do you think a relationship no. sounds really? <laughs> like, there's no way that. Well, I think it's because. I've been through it, right. and I believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. That's true. I also believe. Yeah, that, it's yeah. not like a, a a mistake. You intentionally made a decision to cheat on your spouse, who are your partner, or girlfriend, right. boyfriend, whatever. It's it's just a personality thing. I think so too. Yeah. Do you think emotional cheating is considered cheating? Like, y- yes, I do too. Right. Some I people like think that you actually have to physically make contact. Someone, no, I, I feel like emotionally cheating is even more worse, right? Because yeah. you're more invested in exactly. It. I agree. And if you actually have feelings for somebody else, then it's harder for to you to get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like, if you just fuck someone randomly at the bar, uh-huh. you don't know that person. Like, right. it is cheating, but it's also you're not invested into that. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. No. My second story comes from a user named Jamaican Me Asia. What? Jamaican Me Asia. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story, Jamaican Me Asia. All right. So she writes, when I matched with Chris, and this is a fake name, I was pleasantly surprised. He was a funny, smart, interesting college student with a decent job and good intentions. Mm. She's also in college at this time, I should mention. Okay. I enjoyed talking to him very much. We would talk a few times a week, but every time we talked, my feelings would grow. And yeah, I guess she was starting to fall for him. Right. He started to make comments about how he wanted me to be his girlfriend. And how he was so excited for me to meet his parents. Oh, that's so cute. But they have not met yet in person. Oh, wait, what? At this point. It's just all been over text. Okay, red flag. Yeah, number one. Yikes. Right, and at this time, they had only been talking on and off for a few weeks. Okay. Yeah, so slowly, she was, like, weirded out a little bit and stopped responding to some of his messages. Mm -hmm. And then she left them completely unanswered at one point. But one day, when she was talking to her friends about this guy, how she had a bad feeling about him, and her friends were telling her that she needs to open up to new experiences. Yeah, because (laughs) they were saying that she has not let go of her past with her ex and all that stuff and she had come out of a very long-term serious relationship Mm. so her friends are pushing her to go out more and experience experience new things like trish it's all in good yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's good intentions it is good intentions yeah yes so reluctantly after a few weeks of radio silence and feeling guilty she messaged chris back and they started talking again oh yeah so awkward right yeah so after another week or two of messaging and catching up he asked me to go out for dinner with him so finally they were going to meet in person after talking for weeks and weeks okay right she hesitantly said yes but her anxiety was going through the roof 
But oh, that's that gut feeling. Yeah. Like you always should listen to that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Always listen to yourself. Yeah. But her friends kept saying, oh, you should just get over your nerves. Can't get rid of these damn friends, man. Yeah, Although I, I am that friend, too, who's always that's like... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, her friends could not have guessed what's no, going not. to happen. Right. Yeah, oh, they, shit. Yeah. They probably <laughs> had good intentions. Right. I'm excited. Right. Okay. So finally, she was convinced by her friends, and she goes out to meet this guy. And they went to a nice Japanese restaurant. Well, they were going to go to a nice Japanese restaurant. Interesting. So while getting ready to go out for the date, her friends asked to see a picture of this guy saying like let me see what he looks like so she pulls out she a only just yeah took it how I, I share the photo like right away yeah I, like probably before you talk before to them, talk to them yeah, like, what do you think about guy? this guy That's <laughs> exactly what we, like yeah a lot of people do that anyway so she shows a picture of this guy to her friend and then their friend just kind of looks stunned and then silence Uh-oh. and then one of them finally goes you know Hia kind of looks like your ex who was very abusive what yeah so that would explain why she's had so much anxiety going out to meet this wait guy. hold on this was her own ex it looks like this no it looks like a guy that she dated who was abusive it's oh not God. the same guy okay right but because of that this girl obviously was not over this relationship right. or this experience has a full-blown panic attack oh shit and decides to message this new guy saying oh i don't think i can do this today i'm right. not feeling well and i just can't do it right and she apologized and he never texted back okay so that same week she starts to get multiple phone calls every day from an unknown number Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And they would leave voicemails and say things like, Call me back, babe. Baby, where are you? Why aren't you answering my calls? Oh, shit. So she keeps ignoring these calls until one day, after almost 10 calls, she finally answers. And she was ready to curse this guy off, saying, right. like, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? So yeah. she answers, and she goes, oh, stop calling me, Chris, what the fuck? And then there was a laughter on the other side of the phone call. And then the guy goes, this isn't Chris, this is Jeff. And then she goes, what the fuck? Because this is the same number that's been calling her right. every single day and like 10, 10 times a day. So she's like, what the fuck is this? So Jeff on the other side of the phone says, Chris said that I could have you. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And Jeff starts laughing. So she hangs up, obviously, and he immediately calls back again. She didn't answer, sent back to voicemail. In the voicemail, Jeff says, He said that you wanted to go out with me instead. He told me what university you went to and showed me your pictures, so I'll wait on campus if I have to. What the fuck? So fucked. Oh my god, that's so scary. You have to call the police. Wait, can you call the police if this happens? I think so. I mean, at this point, it's just harassment. Harassment. Yeah. Yeah. So she blocks this number, and for a few more days, she gets another call from another unknown number and keeps sending them to voicemails and getting some really weird, aggressive, and gross messages and eventually died down. She never knew, found out who this guy was or if this was serious or like just... if it was a joke? Yeah, yeah, Chris's way of getting back at her for canceling. But whatever it was... She had to look behind her shoulders while traveling campus. It was just fucked up. And she actually had a male friend that stayed with her and her roommates for a while, which was a smart thing to do. It is, yeah. Yeah. I would have called campus police. Me too. Yeah. That's why they have those red poles with the blue button now. Yeah. Yeah, We had that on campus too. Yeah, we had that. Oh, that's so creepy. But it's so fucked. Did I ever tell you my own experience with this stalking on campus thing? No. What? You were stalked? You knew this guy. Okay. Okay, so... First year at university, I lived on campus, and it was my ex-boyfriend from high school. Okay. Right. So we broke up for over a year. We didn't talk. Yeah. Called me one day randomly and was crying on the phone. Oh, my God, yeah. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me? Yeah. Like, we haven't talked in a year. And right. it was a blocked number, unknown number, too. Right, right, right. And then he was just crying, going like, I'm so sorry for whatever I did. I need you back in my life. I can't oh live without God, you. So pathetic. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, bye. I hung up. Yeah. And then he shows up at my door a week how later. How did he know where you lived? So he was very proud of how he found me. And he told Shut me in great up. detail. So he was in a fraternity. Okay. And because he was in like second or third year, so when he had... Wait, did he go to the same school as you? He went to the same school but different campus. Okay. So he had little brothers in the fraternity, like new recruits that had to do what he told them to do. Apparently, he knew that I didn't drive, so he found three brothers or whatever and went to each bus stop with my photo. What? 
and somebody eventually found me getting off a bus and tracked me and followed me back to my res. No, no, that is so scary. It's that is so scary. Up. What did you do? I was like, what the hell? Because good thing that I lived in a house. It was a house residence. Right. So it was a townhouse and I shared with three other girls. Oh God, so I God. wasn't yeah. alone. Right. He shows up, not at my front door, at my back door, knocks on the, the back door windows, a sliding glass door. No. And then it wasn't even me that answered. My friend, my, my housemate came and answered the door and he was like, I'm looking for Nana. And then my friend thinking, oh, this is probably Nana's friend. I come From down. From the back door? <laughs> I don't know. I come down, imagine seeing this guy that I have not seen for over a year. Oh my god, I've been so scared. Yeah, and he was just standing there smirking. I would have vomited. I would have thrown up. What and I the was fuck? Like, what the fuck? Did like what did you do? Did you let him in or did No, you- we talked outside of her house yeah. in the backyard. But yeah, it was just fucked. I mean he's a pretty big pussy, so he probably wouldn't have done yeah. anything. But also that is so terrifying. It is. And then what happened? Did he do that again? We got back together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> twist ending i was very young and very stupid no but like when you're in love it's like yeah but that didn't last very long about three months or so okay i think at that time i was just in a fight with myself right like i can make this work yeah you know it's just really really stubborn yeah i didn't like him anymore at that point i just wanted to prove something to myself okay yeah. I get that. Yeah. But that's also why my parents moved and oh, bought a house near campus oh, so they told they them? Because they found out. They yeah. found out. How did they find out? My mom's always know, man. So my mom... Yeah, my, see? Mom's no best. Yeah, my yeah. parents came to visit me on the weekend yeah. one time. Like, my mom found out that he came to pick me up right after I had dinner. How did she dinner. find that out? She's sneaky, too. <laughs> did she park in the lot and just watch? Maybe. <gasps> my, my mom's very sneaky with this stuff. Mm. She once created a Facebook account to stalk me. Oh, my mom's done that, too. And she named it Michael Lee, but misspelled Michael. So it was Mitchell Lee. Okay, well, that's smart. My mom misspelled her own f- names. So it was, like, her name, but just, like, the letters were rearranged. Like, oh. And then she added me. I'm like, Mom, my- I know this is you. <laughs> I'm like, obviously this is you. Who the fuck is that? Your mom? I can imagine your mom seeing them. She's like, oh, I'm so sneaky. I'm going to find out so much shit about her. Fake name. Mm, I'll just rearrange the letters of my name. It was, like, it was the f- same first and last letter. It was just in the middle. It was mixed up. Oh. God. so stupid so oh uh, that's hilarious yep, but yeah oh man, my mom forgot so to log scary. off of her computer yeah. the fake account she used michael lee but misspelled michael's mitchell or michael okay and used a photo of spider-man <laughs> <laughs> it's her dp i go to her house and then i i went on facebook i was using her computer and then facebook login was that photo lee. and michael lee <laughs> And then I'm like, where have I seen this name before? And I go back to my Facebook requests and I see that there. I'm like, oh, hello, mother. (laughs) Now she's listening. So now she knows you know. Yes, I know, mom. (laughs) I was going through my blocked user list on Facebook and she's still there. I blocked her. So and that was before she had her own real Facebook account too. Yeah. I know why, why didn't they just make it? Like I would have accepted yeah. them if it, and they just made their own names. Yeah, I, like, I accept. I accept her request right away. Right, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't have to be my toe." Yeah. <laughs> so this is my second story. Mm-hmm. It's shared by one of my best friends. She's fucking hilarious. Okay. The guy's name I'm going to share it because she said that I can. Okay. Is. <laughs> Devon Jesus Fernandez. Oh, we're going full name now. Full name. Oh, okay. Do you want to know how to spell it? She also told me how to spell it. Sure. D-A-H-V-O-N. <laughs> but I'm going to keep her anonymous because I don't want Devon up. Jesus Fernandez finding her. I'm looking him up right now. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, go on. Okay, so this story unfortunately started because of me oh. and Tinder. <laughs> okay? Well then. So you remember you were saying those friends that were like, yo, you should get out. And that was put- you. <laughs> that was me. Wow. Okay, so let's call her Carly, all right? Okay. I do remember this day. So Carly <laughs> texts me a picture of Devon from Tinder. Okay. And she was like, ew, doesn't this guy look like a douche? <laughs> and I said, don't judge a book by its cover. He could be a really great guy. <laughs> so Carly was like, hmm. Well, You're Amy's, right. Yeah. <laughs> Amy's really smart. I'm going to listen to her. Mistake, I'm not Mistake smart. Mistake number yeah. one. <laughs> I'm not smart. Do not ever listen to me. <laughs> 
So she ended up messaging him. Oh, boy. And they went to dinner at Moxie's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this entire time, he's just talking about himself. Ugh. Carly can't even get a word in. What okay? the hell? He's, like, talking about how he's a personal trainer. I have so many tattoos. Look at this heart kissy tattoo oh. on my penis line. Oh, what? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a penis line. Well, he was showing pictures of his body, I guess. And then and he a- was wearing those low-cut shorts. Oh. Yeah. And then you... Why? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. why? No. Anyways. Devon also says he... You used to be a cop and then he started telling her how the majority of the time when he was a cop he would be saving all these women from Ugh. these men who were harassing them he was such a woman saver because every time there was an issue with a man then he would be there to support them blah, and he blah, was blah, like blah, i'm blah. actually such a feminist because i hate when men do these things they're so disgusting like blah, blah, blah. talking about themselves the entire date yeah exactly okay. yeah <laughs> Anyways, so then he also said he wasn't a cop anymore because he was dealing with that a lot and he was also just giving out bullshit tickets or something and he didn't feel like that was right and he had too much authority. Oh my god. Just like rambling, okay? Oh god, I hate this guy already. Yeah, no, exactly. So then they finished their dinner date and he was like, do you want to go watch a movie? No. (laughs) But she was like, okay, this is kind of good. I'll go because then he can finally shut up. And he I can asked just... me something. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking for my opinion. Wow. So anyways, so they go into the theater and they sit down. Movie starts. And then, you know, she just looks over at him. Uh-huh. And Devon oh, no. has his dick out and he's jerking himself <gasps> off. Oh, fuck. In the movie theater. Yes. What the? F- and she looks at him and she's like, what are you doing? And he was like, this is going to be your new best friend. So in her head, she's thinking, what the fuck do I do? Do I leave? What do I do? Also, what about all that shit he was saying about saving women and men being gross and shit, right? The fuck? So she just sits there and like what? in what? that situation, she's stuck, right? Because what, no. what do you do? You though? spill your 44 ounce of Pepsi <laughs> on his dick and run. <laughs> that would have been perfect. So she's she's really nice too and polite. So she's she's just shocked that this happened. Oh god. Okay. She's okay. She, just shocked. Sure. And she, she's such a sweet girl. Uh-huh. So she politely says, "Um, I hope this really isn't too much to ask, but <laughs> do you mind putting your dick away, please? <laughs> that would be really appreciated. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie he puts it away and the rest of the movie they don't talk at all okay oh so then the God. movie ends and she's she books it right she like mm. leaves he's following behind but she's like I never want to talk to this guy again so they get to the car unfortunately he drove her so he had to drive her back to her car at Moxie's and he ends up kissing her goodbye Ew. and she's like gagging in her mouth <laughs> so then the next day she's like wow that was so fucked but she has to work so she goes to work and she's just just thinking about it and she's like wow I just hope he never messages me again or never does this to any other girl yes again. actually so then at 8am she gets a phone call from him oh my god and she's like fuck this I'm at work I'm not picking this up mm-hmm. it goes to voicemail and then she's working and she's like okay I should see what's going on because he also called two more times oh after my that gosh. so she texts him hey is everything okay I missed your call and he texts back Hey, babe, I was just wondering, I'm going to pick up my motorcycle today and I can't get a ride. Do you think you could drop me off? No. Thanks, sugar lips. What? What? She's like, fuck no. She doesn't even reply him back. She just leaves him on red. And then she's like, I need to vent to someone. So she goes to her coworkers and she's like, guys, I got to tell you about my date last night. Oh my God. (laughs) So all her coworkers are laughing their asses off at this this date. And they're like, yeah, never talk to him again. Don't ever meet him or whatever. Uh And one of her coworkers was like, show me a picture of him, right? Because that's what everyone does. Right. And so she's like, okay. So she takes out her Tinder account and then shows Devon's picture. And one of her coworkers, her name is Nana. What? Not you, right? <laughs> her name is Nana. Okay. One of her coworkers. And Nana goes, shut the fuck up. No. I'm talking to him. No. And I'm going on a date with him tomorrow. No. No, no, no. <laughs> so then they both are like, okay, fuck, bye. So they both block him at the same time. Holy crap. Yeah, what a roller coaster, eh? Wow. <laughs> to the other Nana out there, sister, you missed out on That's some jerking off in a movie theater there. Is well, it- like, what would you have done if you were Carly, like, after you looked over and saw his dick and he's I jerking? would actually pour my drink on his dick and run. What if you didn't have a drink? 
I'll would just you run. Just run? Yeah, yeah like I'll left? just run. He can't catch um, up with me if he, because he's his yeah, dick his is dick out. is out. He can't run with. I just run away. I mean, at this point, there's no point of being polite. Just fucking run. It's, yeah, that's actually, a, that's actually a nightmare. Oh my god, I can't believe he called her babe and sugar, sugar lips. lips. After what's the weirdest nickname you've ever been called? I don't think I've had too many weird names because I've dated mainly Asians and Asians. Aren't oh, they don't that really like creative. Right. I had this one boyfriend in grade twelve. It's so cringe you're really mushy gushy uh, oh. oh i can't imagine you uh, doing that oh my god it's giving me a high yeah, oh, we would say babe every three seconds oh. he used to call me franklin because i look like a turtle <laughs> <laughs> i would call him george because he looked like a monkey oh my god it was so cringe do, do you know those couples that like you said call each other babe or honey every three every, seconds every other word honey honey babe can you do that babe babe oh my god i can't i can't can't. handle i can't i don't i don't know anybody really that does that anymore i think that was more a high school thing wasn't it i still know people that do you do that yeah and it's just do whatever you want at home it's fine but in public it's just a little too much yeah or maybe i'm just bitter Lehman, call me babe more (laughs) anyways thank you so much for sharing that story i'm sorry that you had to go through that but thank you (laughs) Okay, now it's time for my last story for the week. This is a story from a friend, and it's a story of a friend's of a friend. A friend of a friend's. Okay. Right, okay. So my friend, she shares, in school, she met this guy named Alan through her other friend, Nathan. Holy shit, okay. They're all fake names. (laughs) Okay. She says that she didn't like Alan off the bat. He was really standoffish and came off... Like a, a finance douche. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. that's. Mm-hmm. I'm in finance. I make so much money and yeah, I do a lot of cocaine. Oh, okay. Can I say that on air? I don't know, but you just did. Okay. Cool. So one day, Alan and Nathan were out for drinks and Nathan ended up getting way drunk. Okay. And Nathan was visiting in the city, so he had a hotel room, but that was on the other side of the city. Okay. But Alan had an apartment building around where they were hanging out. So Nathan just said, hey, can I just crash at your place for the night? Right. And they were pretty close friends, so they thought. And um, Alan was like, sure, why not? You're welcome to my condo. Yeah. So Alan and Nathan go back to Alan's condo. And this whole time, Nathan is just thinking about how much he wants to just pass the fuck out on the couch right. or something. And they finally get up to Alan's floor, and it's a very, very nice and fancy condo building. Okay. Because obviously he works in finance, and he has right. money. So they go into the condo, and Nathan's ready to pass out. Alan opens the door, and there is no furniture. What? Not a chair, not a couch, nothing. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. But the weird part is that Nathan knows that Alan has been living at this place for at least six months. By now. But there's no bed or a mattress or No furniture. What is he doing? It's not like he just moved in and he's still getting ready to whatever. It's it's just there's no furniture. Interesting. So regardless, Nathan is so drunk at this point that he's just can't care enough. Whatever, there's no couch. He's thinking, I'm just going to sleep beside him on his bed. Surely he has a bed or a mattress or anything. Goes in his bedroom and there's nothing. What Just empty room. There's no fucking bed. Just a, so weird. Yeah, a pile of clothes. No, he uses the pile of clothes for sleeping. And of course, some Harry Rosenbergs because, you know, they work in finance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Nathan's in shock. But again, he's so drunk and so exhausted that he just passes out on the ground. Why would you invite someone over to your place if you have... Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Right. Okay. So early morning, mm-hmm. Nathan gets woken up by bright lights because Alan doesn't have any fucking curtains. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point... Nathan is a little bit more sober and he's more out of the, the drunkenness. So he asks the obvious question to Alan and goes, Why the fuck don't you have any furniture, man? Like, you've been living here for six months. How have you survived? And Alan's response was, um, It just never crossed my mind. What? So, what? What the? F- what do you mean it never crossed your so Nathan's like, wait, so why do you live in this fancy-ass building and there's no friend? What what the fuck are you doing with your life? And Alan says, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? I work in finance, I make good money, and I'm supposed to live in this fancy-ass condo? Isn't that what people do? Uh, so it turns out that Alan was just so unaware of how to live as an individual that he didn't know that he was supposed to have Did he not have furniture. a regular house growing up? What I the- don't know. So he knew that people that he worked with lived in fancy condos. So he thought, I should have fancy condos. He knew people that worked with him had fancy clothes from 
Harry、mm-hmm. Rosen. So he went to Harry Rosen and got a bunch of fancy clothes. But apparently, he's never stepped into someone's condo and saw furniture, so he didn't know that he was supposed to have. Does he、furniture. not watch TV? Why is he so new? Like, I don't know. The- <laughs> right.、Okay. So after finding this out, Alan goes and tells Nathan about his date that happened. Oh my god! So、oh、he went on a Tinder date once, and it was going really well. And the girls into him, and he asked to go back to his place, and she said yes. So they get to his apartment, and she sees that it's completely empty. Obviously, you'd be weirded out, right? Yes. Like I would. I'd be、run. like, I run. Yeah. yeah run. This is where I'm gonna die.、Yes. He's going to murder me. Exactly.、There's- A room with plastic sheets, sheets on the floor, on the- <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, so she goes in and she's like, "I'm not gonna do anything with him," but she still went into the apartment. I don't know why, and he doesn't have a bed, so they can't even have sex if、We、they wanted to. We can do it on top to. of the Harry Rosen bag. That is true, but it might make a lot of noises. <laughs> I mean, you might、you、get a crinkle the suits, paper though, cut though. People, oh god, yeah, yeah, paper bags, man. It's true. So she's like, "Well, we can't do anything," and Alan was like. Oh, all right. Suit yourself. I'm going to sleep. Sorry, <laughs> but he doesn't escort out, her out. He doesn't、oh, say. Oh, he just you, goes、yeah. to bed. Oh, I mean, went, goes to floor. He just went to. Yeah. <laughs> so she's saying, okay, it's okay if you don't want to have sex with me, but I'm going to bed and just does. Oh my god, I'm so shocked. So for some reason, which I don't understand, this girl didn't leave. What? She stayed and watched him stuff a bag with some clothes. And use it as a pillow to sleep on the heroes and bags, and just stayed. So the next morning he wakes up. This poor girl is still at his apartment, and she's just sitting in the corner of an empty room, shivering because there's no blankets, no nothing, and watching him sleep. Okay, but that's also creepy on her part. Yeah, okay, and、uh, that was the maybe they're made for each other. His date, yeah. Okay, but after that encounter, you should have known. Well, maybe I should have had something for us to lay on, or at least a mattress. Or maybe he's just so capable of taking care of himself that he didn't know that he needed these. But that do you、so、watch TV? Do you see the couch? Are you comfortable on that plastic bag? Yep. But also, I know people in finance. They don't really sleep that much. They work a lot. So maybe he just sleeps in his office or something. I don't then- know. But I know people who are our parents' age, and they don't know how to take care of themselves. It's ridiculous. Wait, what? Our parents' age, and they、yeah. still don't. Do they have children? Yes. What? Yes, it's fucked. So I know this lady who was around our parents' age, and she was telling me as a joke that when she first moved into her apartment by herself in her mid twenties, she didn't know that she needed to buy mattress. She didn't know that she needed to buy bed sheets, pillows, or anything. And when she got hungry, she realized, oh, we need plates. There are just people that don't know how to. Take care of themselves and don't realize that they need something until they needed it. It's it's very strange. I think it's people that brought up with a lot of loving and care from their parents and just did everything for them. Yeah, maybe this guy is one of them. That is so. You look like、confused. you're in shock. I am. <laughs> I just can't imagine. It's so empty. You... Like, doesn't it echo when you talk? Oh, I guess he doesn't really talk. To himself in there. Oh yeah, I guess so. Well, like, what does he do? He comes home and he sits on the floor. Guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. He, but he did make a pillow with a bag. Okay, of clothes. so at least he he knows that it's fluffy and it's comfortable. Right. Yeah. But he didn't make a pillow for her. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Well, thanks for sharing. So this is my last story, and it's a good story. So again, this was shared by、uh, my best friend's parents, Nelson and Karen.、Mm. So story starts with Karen going out with her two friends to a bar called On the Curve. So、mm-hmm. this is in Mississauga, Ontario. Right. And then Nelson, who's her dad,、mm-hmm. he was there for his brother-in-law's stag and doe. Okay. So Karen was doing a girls' night.、So、she didn't really want to talk to guys,、right. and Nelson was that guy who kept coming over. Oh and, boy. Yeah, it was like. Hey, let's dance, and all the girls are like, "No, get away from me!" Like, we're just trying to have a girls' night, right? But then finally, he came over once again. He was like, "You're gonna dance with me to、oh, Karen." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very aggressive. Aggressive. But she was like, "Okay, fine." And so she went to <laughs> fine. dance. Fine.、Yeah. You're gonna、After、be aggressive、so、about long, it. Yeah. <laughs> So then they were dancing, and she remembers that he was dropping line after line after line, and she was just thinking, "Oh my god, this guy and all of his fucking lines." Yeah, he's like, a player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But he's also a salesperson, so、uh, that might be why he、uh. does that. So, anyways, then one of his lines、uh-huh. was, "You look like my hot neighbor." Huh? Okay. And so then Karen's like, "You're so full of shit." 
there's no way. This is just another one of your stupid lines. And she wanted to call him out. So she was All like, right. yeah, sure. What street do you live on? Oh, no. And he was like, Trailblazer Street. And she stopped. She was like, no way. That was my home for years. And I just moved away from there a few months ago. Oh, my God. And he was like, see, I wasn't bullshitting you. You are my hot neighbor. Oh, and my so- God. I would be creeped out. Oh, at that point. <laughs> it was kind of a coincidence because he didn't really know that right, she was the hot right, neighbor. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just paranoid. I would yeah, have been like, did you, you stalk have... me here <laughs> for years and years? Oh, God. And so they kept dancing and then he kept asking for her number. Right. But she was like, no, it was meant to be. It'd be me-. So she was basically not so into it. Right. Okay? But keeping in mind, she just had a divorce and also she had two kids. Uh-huh. So she was just out there for a girl's night. Right. And so... Finally, he asked again, and she was like, okay, fine, I'll give you my work number, because she didn't trust him with the home number. Smart. And she was like, you can reach me on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 12, <laughs> and then between 1 to 5. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> and those were the only times she gave him. And so the next week, he called her during one of the Working times. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> and she picked up, and then he tried to set up a date with her. Uh-huh. But since she had kids, her schedule's all booked yeah. up, right? But there was one weekend where the kids were going to be with the dad. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, okay, I can meet on that weekend, but it's a month away. Right. She's like, if you want, you can wait for me, or we don't have to do this. And he's like, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. <laughs> Aww. Like, yeah. She's just like, I'm going to make this as hard as yeah, possible exactly. for you. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to do everything I can. Yeah. Because, again, she wasn't really looking to meet someone, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so then she did mention at, on the curve, like mm-hmm. the bar, that at Canyon Creek there's this dip that she really liked. Uh. And so he was like, okay, let's go to dinner at Canyon Creek and we can get that dip uh-huh. that you really like. Aww. Just sweet because he, he remembered, remembered, right? So they wait for a month. Uh-huh. This was back then when, like, there was no texting, really, and, like, they had the brick phones. Yeah. (laughs) And so, finally, a month later comes, and then he calls her, and they confirm the date, and then he goes out for a drink at his favorite pub before the date. Mm -hmm. And at the pub, he's with his guy friends. So, they're talking about the date, and one of his friends were like, yo, how do you know she's going to be the one? And he's like, buddy, I'll know if she butters my bread. Okay. And so then they go over. Yes, weird. I guess that's like his thing, right? Right. So they went over to Canyon Creek to meet for dinner. And Uh then the first thing the waiter does is bring over the basket of bread. Right. And he's like, butter it, butter it. (laughs) And then Karen goes, oh my God, this bread is so good, but it's better buttered. And she buttered a piece (gasps) of bread and gave it to him. (gasps) Yeah. Drop someone neat while you marry. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, the rest is history because then they ended up getting married and they've been together for 15 years. And yeah, they're so cute and now nelson yeah he makes the best beans ever huh he's a great chef right yeah but, but beans is the first thing oh, that you thought so of. good oh my god i'm obsessed with his beans i didn't know that you ate vegetables sometimes oh. when it's his beans oh, okay got it just makes me really gassy i'm sorry kevin oh. but it's good <laughs> isn't there anything you think okay if he does this then or you really like when a guy does certain things um i don't know my <laughs> thing is if he can put his phone away during dinner oh I that, think that was a big thing yeah, for me but that's not like a really quirky thing that's no, just a respect yeah, first date thing i guess so yeah but that's like my thing if i saw a guy and he left his phone on the date uh-huh. for the first date uh-huh. even if it was turned upside down right. I'm, I'm automatically like no this is not gonna work i think one of the small things that i like a guy doing is when if we go shopping and he just offers to hold my shopping bags for me and oh. i'm not like you know yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. a princess yeah like i hold my shit i, I can but it's a, just a gentleman Gesture. courtesy yeah. yeah i also used to really like when so there's there's some guys that walk on the side of the street where there's cars mm-hmm. and they make an effort to do that right i like that so i had one boyfriend who used to always do that and i was like what the hell's wrong with him <laughs> why is he moving around so much just stay in one spot and then i was like what the fuck are you doing and he's like oh, I'm just trying to stay on the car side so that you're safe. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> but I do really like that. Now I notice it and I, I do like that too. Right. Yeah. And then what do you think about modern love versus love between your parents or grandparents' stories? Do you think it's harder to date now or before when you... Oh, definitely now. Yeah. Even though like, you didn't have cell phones or you didn't really, you couldn't really call each other. Some people mailed letters to each other. Yeah, but at least I think for my parents, so my parents were middle school classmates. 
And they hated each other's guts back in the day. <laughs> my mom was like, starts like that. Yeah, my mom was class president. And my dad was a little shit that oh. used to dig holes in the ground and bury shit. Yeah, my dad, <laughs> my dad's done some really shitty stuff in, in his uh, younger years. Yeah. Anyway, so they met up again during a middle school reunion after they've both graduated from college. And then that's when Sparks flew, I guess, oh, and got together. That's so cute. Yeah, and I remember my dad tried very, very hard with my mom. Because back in the day in China, they didn't, neither of their families ha- had a lot of money. And my dad really liked her. But mm-hmm. both of their families had dealt because they're like, oh, you're both poor and you can't right. be together. And I remember this one time my mom was going to another city for a trip. And my dad had in total $7 on him, but he was just going to walk my mom to the train station. That was supposed to be it. But my mom's sister was also there and my mom's sister really liked my dad. And she was just like, maybe you should just take her to Beijing with you. And my dad was like, fuck it, I'll do it. So he traveled to a different city that was like hours and hours and hours away by train just so that he can spend more time with my mom with only $7 in his pocket. Yeah. Wow, that's really sweet. Yeah. But yeah, but then I feel like back then, even if there wasn't texting and stuff, people were more committed. Exactly. That's the thing. Oh, that's so sweet. You have to do more. Yes. In person for that memory to last long enough for you to see each other again. It's just harder. Yeah, I think it's definitely harder now. Yeah, because we have so many things that we're looking for, right? We can be extremely picky. Yes. And we can give up really fast. Exactly. Because there's so many options. Because of the Tinder era. It's like, if I. This one doesn't work out. I can find another day by 2 p.m. And that's the end of episode five. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please rate, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. We also really appreciate any feedbacks from you that you want to give us. As you know, we talked about it in the beginning of our episode. So please share that with us. And if you have any personal stories or your friend stories or a friend of, of a friend of a friend <laughs> stories or even your parents' stories that you want to share, please send them to the notebookpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us if you want to be anonymous and we can sh- try to make up names for you. We actually wrote names down this time before I know. we started. This is just good. I know. I know. It helped we're, a lot. We're growing and learning. <laughs> Again, we take your feedback very seriously, and this helps us to make changes to the podcast so that we can make it a better listening experience for you guys. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Notebook Podcast, where we post relationship memes Mm -hmm. regularly. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Notebook Pod, which we're also going to be updating regularly with relationship memes and whatever we've been up to. Exactly. And we also have our website up and running at thenotebookpodcast.com. So this is a place where you can find our updates and just an overall consultant feedback from us and that is it please tell your friends and family about our podcast that would be very appreciated thank you yeah please share yes and uh (laughs) that is the end of episode five we hope you tune in for episode six which will be released next sunday bye for now bye